everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I'm back again with Michaela Prue. She's just released another wonderful single called Mine, and I'm super excited to be talking to her about it. Michaela, thank you so much for coming back on today. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. It has been just about two-ish months since we've spoken, so catch me up on your life. What's going on in the life of Michaela? Yeah, so I've released, since we've talked, I've released two more singles. So the first one I released after Fake Friends was called Prince, and then the last one was Mine. And That's... Prince is doing so good. It just hit 26,000 streams on Spotify. Dang, look at you. Oh, and I released that June 4th. So it's been, it's actually been pretty quick in the making and That's rising amazing. up. And then Mine just came out. It's one of my favorites that I've ever made. Sure. So I've been really just promoting those and getting out there. Sweet. That's no, that's great to hear. One thing I have to say before we really get into it is I love all the single artworks that have come out for each of them. Like they're really like aesthetically pleasing. They're beautiful to look at and like they make you want to listen to the song rather than just like passively listen. You know what I mean? That's so, a big thanks to yeah. my mom. My mom. She's really? a yeah, she's a graphic designer. Okay. That's so, amazing. Like, Snaps yeah. to her, they're really, really great. And you know, obviously used to single all works all day long, but these ones really stand out. So she did an amazing job. Thank you. Cool. Well, I want to hear all about mine. And uh, just like last time, I want to dive into the lyrical content. So I'd love the full background on what mine is about, what, uh, what sort of inspired it. Okay, so I wrote mine during my freshman year at high school. And I wrote it about it being in a relationship where you know it's not the best place for you to be, and yet you still stay in it, you still hold on to what was good about it, and in the end, no matter what you do, the person ends up cheating on you. So it's really about being cheated on, putting all your time and energy into someone that you knew wasn't the best for you, but you had good hopes for them, and then they end up leaving you for someone else. <laughs> Well, that sucks. There's no other way to say that besides that sucks. Um, I think I asked you last time if the person in Fake Friends knew that it was about them. So I guess now that I know this, the same question goes, does this individual know that it's about them? I definitely not. I do okay. not think so. Because actually, when I released the song, one of them messaged me. They're like, hey, this is a really good song. I was like, I'm so glad you think so. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm so glad. I mean, I, maybe it hit close to home, and that's why they were like, "Oh, it's it's great." I was like, Thanks. Uh, I mean, "Don't listen too closely. Just uh, just listen, I guess. Just, en just enjoy the instrument." Yeah. I mean, you have to imagine that like 95% of music listeners out there don't actually listen to any lyrics. It's all about the way the song makes you feel. So I think I you're probably. I did a report on that in school. Really? We were doing, yeah, we were doing a report on satire in wow. like entertainment. And I did the song Hey Ya by Outkast. Super dark song. Oh, Super yeah. Dark. yeah. And that's like one of my favorite songs I, I've ever heard in my life. And wow. he goes, y'all don't want to listen to me. You just want to dance. And nobody hears that because they're just listening to the fun beat and everything. Yeah think about how many like Super Bowl commercials it's been featured in or like like pharmaceutical like whatever and it's just like it 
he was just taking two seconds to actually listen to this extreme darkness that is going on in the song. And yeah. actually realize. Yeah. So in your case, though, maybe a good thing that they're not uh, listening too closely. Right. <laughs> so instrumentally on mine, it's pretty easy to notice that it's a bit of a heavier tone and a heavier sound for you, which I particularly love. Definitely a fan of that sound. So I want to know what the thought process was behind going and going that route. So I wrote mine more like a rock-ish pop song, like a pop rock song, because I wanted it to really reflect on the lyrics and the heaviness of the emotion that I was trying to put towards the song. Like you're putting your all into this person, you're trying your hardest and it's like tearing you apart. And I was really going into like a more upbeat and very heavy instrumental like song to really put forth that message into it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like, did you have any hand in the actual production uh, or was it just like, yeah, I want to hear about the production process of it as well. Yeah, so how my songwriting works is I go into this, um, the studio and it's just me and my guitar and I play them my song with the melody and everything like that. And then we go through and I say, okay, I want electric guitar here. I want drums here. I want this, this okay. and there. Cause I, I know what I want it to sound like in really? my head. And so that's what the production is like. I tell them what I would like to hear. And then they put their little artistic twist on it too, whoever plays in it. And that's how it's created. Nice, where was this produced? So this was produced at Pearl Sound Studios with Chuck Alcazian. which cool. Is Been hearing about him a lot lately. Yeah, he's some pretty awesome. good work. Oh, always, always. What is working with a producer like? Have you ever, I guess, I guess sort of the difference between making your own music like in a home studio and actually doing it professionally. What are some of the key differences that you notice? Well, you kind of, when you do something on your own, it's all you and you don't really get other people's opinions or what they think would also sound good in it. Like sure. I, I wanted a ukulele in my song, Don't Let Go. And I was like, all right, I want this in there that hasn't come out yet. And he was like, this would also sound good with a, like a cool bongo drum and all this. So you really, if you do it at your home studio by yourself, or if you just keep it acoustic, you really miss out on the other creative inspirations that other people have to make it a more rounder sound and a more song, like really that can be broadcasted out there. That's true. Are you one of those people that would rather be sort of hands off in the sense where you tell people something to do or eventually bring the production back in and try to work as you go. So I usually, I tell them exactly what I want. Okay. So I was like, all right, I want claps here. I want a violin here. I want drums here. And I say what beat I like, how I want it to go. And sometimes you do have to step in and say, hey, like, I don't like that that much. Or you do a cool background vocal that you think will sound good. And then when you hear it all together, you end up not liking it. And it's like, all right, scrap that. It's really just <laughs> sure. a really collaborative process. Like the other day I was recording and I did Oz in the background of one of my songs. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was going to sound so cool. And the producer ended up liking it, but I hated it. I was like, no, 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 no. Get it out. Get it out of there. I do not like wow, it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Why do you Why do you think that though? Do you think it was the way that it was placed, or just didn't work out? It just wasn't really what I visualized in the huh? song. Like what I what I hear in my head, because I hear how I want the song to be 
when it goes in for production in my head, like, all right, this is what I want out of it. And sometimes I get more than I want out of it, which is even better. Sometimes I'm like, all right, this maybe needs another instrument that I missed out in, in the first half. Gotcha. Is there a specific artists that you're trying to channel as you're creating your music in the studio like do you sort of like embody someone or are you trying to like do your own thing I'm trying to do my own thing I am very into music going back to its instrumental roots I know a lot of songs right now are the EDM dance which yes does have some instrumental in it but it's mainly computer automated generated sounds and Yeah, I have some of those in my songs and those are amazing songs, but with my music and what I'm trying to put forth, I really like getting what music really is, the raw instruments, bringing it all in, orchestrating it. And so using the instruments is really what I'm trying to do as an individual artist and kind of channel more older, not older generations, but older music that use mainly music, instrument driven music instead of the electronic Thank you for doing that because there's no really because there's so much I mean I'm going to say it there's a lot of crap out there right now that is just no really like that I mean people are learning to play their computers they're not really learning to like make their own original music you know what I mean yeah and it's and it's people like you that are throwing it back to the roots that really like you know you want to hit as many demographics as possible. And if you get older people listening in, throw in a horn section here and there, like you're going to capture a lot of new listeners, I feel. Yeah, that's why I use like um, Troy Lancaster sure. and Flaners, who are these really big artists in music and instrumentalists. Yeah. And they're known throughout these genres for being these major instrumentalists. And it's such an honor to have them in my music and totally. also say, yeah, I'm using just pure instrumental. I love that. So now that this is your third single officially out, I want to know, you've been sort of on this path for the last, I guess, at least the last two months now officially releasing music. So are there certain things that you'd want to change or are looking to change going for, uh, forward for a single rollout process? So I'm looking, I want to eventually release a whole album and I have enough songs for that, but I'm also, I'm a smaller artist and I'm trying to get my name known. So I think the more singles that I release at a time, the better, because that way I can promote the singles more instead of just trying to push a whole album out there and say, here you go. Like, instead of getting, just get individual tastes of the different genres that I fit in and see which one hits, which one do people like more, which song is the best in my process. Mm-hmm. And so I, in my single rollout process, I'm also going with the time of the year. The next song I'm releasing in July, I'm, it's called The Fool. And it, uh-huh. it says, july in it so there you go you know you gotta go with timing you gotta go what time of the year it is and i think it's just very important right now in my artist setup to get my name out there rather than trying to push a whole album out trying to push that forward but release singles one at a time and sure no i totally get that and honestly it's kind of the way of the music industry at this point it's all about building the hype keeping the hype and like capitalizing on it you know what I mean and it's just like as much as we would love an EP or an album which I'm sure will come on the way for an emerging artist like yourself the only way to really do it is just you know slow and steady I suppose 
Plus it keeps, you know, you're going to attract new people along the way. You're going to keep the old ones as you continue to release. I really think it's probably the best all around. Plus, and uh, not to, you know, go on too much about it, but it just means more constant music coming out at the same time. Don't have to wait a year or two between major releases. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Because once the album's out, it's like, okay, what's next? And yeah. then I yeah <laughs> like I just worked my ass off for a year and a half trying to put out an album and you want more from me <laughs> like yeah it's kind of ridiculous I, I totally understand it um another thing I'd love to know is that because these last three singles have definitely been tonally different and instrumentally different are you going to continue on that sort of path of experimenting in your sound and sort of I guess casting a wide net of everything that you're making yeah, so I am still planning on doing that as of please, right now. Please, please do it. Because each song is its own monster, in my opinion. Like it's its sure. own, it's its own thing. And it if it's more of a country vibe, it's going to be a country song. If it's more of a slow ballad, which mm. my song called Gone is, that's coming out as well. I wrote okay. that about my two um, friends who passed away in a boating accident. I wrote that in memory of them. Mm. And that is a slow ballad with more a country feel to it, but also just a very, very piano-y, violin-led right. ballad and I really it's hard for me to answer that question whether or not like which genre I'm going to stay on because sure. it really just depends it really depends on what I'm feeling at the moment like stylist like stylistically yeah. as well as what the song really fits into I totally agree and I think it also depends on what message you want to get out of the moment and yeah. total, totally what mood you're feeling at the same time Exactly. I think that just kind of all in all artists across the board should always be experimenting in sound, but as mm -hmm. long as it keeps that signature sound to it, you want someone to listen to your music and think this is a Michaela Proof song rather than just like a general pop song. I try to do that more with my lyrics yes. because like lyristically, I think I'm very, very, I set myself aside from a lot of people because I'm very detailed in my lyrics. I, I want it to show a message instead of just being a song that you dance to and you're like, oh, this has a cool beat to it. Right. So that's what I really try to push forth with my lyrics. And I personally, I hate listening to someone and being like, wow, all their songs sound the same. Like that's the biggest thing with me. And that's what I told myself. I'm like, you are not going to be like that. You are going to bring something new to the table every time you go out there instead sure. of just being like a repeat artist, someone who listens to your music all the time and is like, okay, this is boring because it all sounds the same. True. I think there are definitely pros and cons to that though. Like yeah. obviously, you know, industry planted artists who were like, I'm going to this one sound and that's going to be it like mm -hmm. they're just doing they're like they're barely even artists at that point people are just kind of putting the ideas in their head right. but it's the true artists that really make what they feel and, and overall are making what makes them happy and that comes through in the music 100%. Yeah. And so now that you've got these singles out, and I know that everyone has a different message and a different story about that, is there sort of an overarching message that you think your music says about you as a person? 
as me as a person, I think it just is really reflecting my personal experiences that I've gone through. Okay. They're really like pieces of events that I've gone through in my life. And it's really, or I, go, I went through something and I correlate it to something else and I put that into a song. So it really just shows vulnerability from me and that I can hit a broad range of topics and it also really shows about me how far I can go like how versatile I am in music and in the industry where I can go more of a country sound and then I can hit a rock belting note like it really I like being versatile and really showing my range and I hope that my music comes out when as it comes out people are like wow she can really do a lot and that's what yeah. I'm really trying to put forth well you're proving that so far like I said I mean you know you're the one making music everything you've put out so far is stylistically different from the last thing but it really is like making what you want and putting the ideas out there and kind of seeing what hooks people you know yeah. what I mean I'm sure you're getting feedback right single to single yeah so the prince has actually hit um a lot right it hit, hit way harder than i thought it would i thought uh <laughs> fake good. friends i thought fake friends in mine which are more pop based uh songs would hit way bigger than the country one but sure. i've been proven wrong that one just kind of blew up <laughs> out of nowhere i was like yeah. okay i see i see how yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I see I hey see. people take their country music very seriously oh yeah so i mean hey you know what if you want to check that out for a little bit go down that avenue and see what happens but mm -hmm. i mean it's always going to come back to what you're enjoying it's hard to make things to please other people if you're just doing it you know the more it feels like a job the more you don't want it. yeah i i try to please myself and what my heart wants creatively rather than what someone else wants out of my thing you know what i mean because if it it's going to resonate with who it resonates with and it's going to turn out the way exactly as how it's supposed to be exactly so that's why it doesn't worry me too much so things have i would say drastically changed in america over the last two months things are getting significantly better shows mm -hmm. are happening tickets are being sold i want to know is there any plans i guess now to potentially get out there and start playing the songs in a live setting yeah, so I already have some booked local shows. I'm yeah. performing at awesome. Milford Memories in Milford, Michigan. And I'm also going to be performing at some like centers in Farmington Hills. And right now I'm trying to contact other smaller artists to see if yeah. I can open for a venue. Cause just for a, do a few songs and just be an opener for free. Totally. I'll go out and do it just to get my name out there and perform. And so really, I'm just taking every opportunity possible that's put in my lap to go out and perform because um, I also did a music video for a new upcoming artist. Her name's Zay. I did a music video for her. She just released her new song and single called Molly Who. So I was just a background dancer in it. And it's really cool to go out there and really just go and do every opportunity that's given to you. Like if I hadn't released my music, I don't think I would have been given that opportunity to go and feature in her music video. Sure. So um, I'm also going to go and compete in Miss Michigan all throughout the months of July. Hey. Thank you. In local competitions. And I'm going to perform my original song Gone because I am now working with Red Sneakers with Oakley, which is um, a nonprofit about a boy named Oakley who passed 
away due to anaphylaxis. Okay. So I'm working with them in promoting my platform of food allergy awareness and education. And so I'm going to be performing my singles going out and doing that. So I'm so excited to be out and performing again. Now that I also wow. have new music out, it's cool to finally be my own artist rather than just covering other people. That is amazing. It sounds like you've got obviously a ton going on right now. And I always say like, yeah, starting out right now and just being as busy as possible and getting your name out there in any way you can is really the most important thing and it will catch on. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah. I want to know what a, what a set list is going to look like for you since you have these three songs. Are you throwing in covers? Are you covering everything? What's, what's, what's it looking like? So I'm definitely going to throw in some covers. It also depends on how much time I'm given at these local sure. events too. So um, by the time I perform throughout the month of July, I might have four or five single, singles out at that oh, time awesome. throughout the month of July. Yeah. So my plan is to perform all my music and really promote me and myself, as well as singing. When you perform at live venues, it's always so important to sing songs that people already know because they can sing along <laughs> yes. with them and like, oh, I know this one. I can sing to this one. Like do those mixed in with your own music. People who even tour on tours do that, like big singers. They oh, yeah. You got to hook them in. Yeah, so definitely I'm going to be doing a mix of both my own music and covers. Very cool. Thanks. Okay, so hypothetically speaking here, let's yeah. say the venue owner is like, hey, Michaela, we're super happy to have you, but you only have time to play one song. One which, song. Which song, previous, present, or soon to be released, are you picking to really wow the crowd? Oh no. Okay. So I'd probably do Prince as of right now, statistically. Because <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. That one has been the most popular on Spotify. So I'm assuming that's what the crowd has liked the most. I'd probably do Prince, but oh, it also depends. I'm going to say Prince. I'm going to go with Prince. I'm going to do that. Okay. All right, I'm into it. I think you'll definitely capture the crowd with that one and, and that'll be it. It's also upbeat too, because I feel like sure. when you're when you're asked to go out and do something like, oh here, sing this one song, you generally want to pick a more upbeat tune than oh, yeah. going it straight into a sad song about Just like that's anything. when people start whipping their phones out and they're like, Oh, I'm gonna go grab another drink. I'm gonna go to that. Yeah. Place. I'll see you in five minutes. We don't want that. Um so I want to know, um, I think you may have answered this last time, but I want to know what else you've been listening to. Uh, what has been standing out? What albums can you recommend, even friend artists that you want to shout out as well? Oh, for sure. So I'm going to promote Zay because her song, Molly yeah. Who, is an EDM song. It's really, really good. Okay. And she's worked with local Detroit producers. And I think it's really cool to promote others in your area and really promote the city of Motown, Motown, Detroit. We There you go. Yeah. And so I've been listening to Taylor Swift just released a new song called Renegade. Yes. It's amazing. It it's is amazing. Really I listened good. to it last night. It was really good. And what's kind of funny about it is it's one of the like one of the few songs that she's a feature in. Like she right. has people featuring in her music or she writes other people's music. And now she's a feature in this song, even though it's like predominantly her and they're just singing some background vocals here and yeah. there. 
She's I still think it's because it's technically their song. And you know yeah. how like they helped her out on, uh, yeah. on like, folklore so much. I think she's just returning the favor and giving them more than this. But I think so too. Doesn't so matter because it's new Taylor and it's pretty great, I gotta say. It is really good. I've also been listening to Surfaces. They're, uh, okay. they're yeah, they're um, Waves is their new single that's out. It's okay. so Check good. It, it is so good. It's a summery vibe type of song, which Sweet. I really enjoy. And that's really what I've been listening to. Just some some throwbacks here and there, but we all know what those good ones are. Of course. <laughs> Do you try to steer clear of listening to too much music when you're trying to make your own music as to not like kind of mash and mingle sounds? Well, it's I think it's kind of nice to listen to music while you're yeah. still, like while you're in a creative process. Not really necessarily while you're writing the song, but maybe like okay, I'm going to start writing again. I want to get like more focused into my lyrics sure. and you listen to other music. It's kind of nice to see what is really hitting with people in society and what are the lyrics that are getting out there and getting known. And it's really getting a good feel. And it's sometimes you do get inspiration. It's not like, oh, I'm going to completely like copy this, but like, oh, that's a good idea to write about, like writing about a struggle. And you're like, oh, I had this happen to me. Let me write about the time in my life that that happened to. I actually, in her song, Renegade, that came out, I was writing a song three days ago. And her, she, um, what is the lyric? She was like, I was, I tapped on your window of the dark, of like the darkest night, like your darkest night or something like that. I wrote a lyric, just like writing down lyrics. I was like, I gave you my sweater on the coldest day of your darkest year. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> no, oh, I, <laughs> I kind of listened to that. I was like, oh, that was a little uh, deja vu moment going I think you guys on. are the same person. I think, <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're on a wavelength right now. Not going to lie, Austin. I think, I think we're on a wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be it wow, that's a, okay great so i've definitely got some people to check out that i'm gonna check out zay after this that sounds yeah cool. she's great and she's brand new and she's just trying to that's her first single she's released Sweet. and it's really awesome and i forgot to tell you i'm also i wrote a pitch for a movie so there's <laughs> you do it all <laughs> there's a, uh, um it's a movie tv show show either or whatever hits sure. they're presenting it as both and it's about court reporting but they asked for a uh, a theme song so i wrote a theme song for it and it is really cool and hopefully it goes somewhere I'm not sure it's in the process awesome. right now but I'm, wow. I'm i got to go in the pitch video for it and sing my song it was really cool so very cool okay yeah. so you're literally all over the place and I love it. you're doing <laughs> that's amazing um, okay, so I've got one more question for you here, and it is essentially the same question that I closed with last time, because okay. there are always new viewers, and always new people that are going to discover you. Yeah. So the question is, what is your opening message to the first time listener of your music? For the first time listener, be prepared to experience a variety of music. That is, 
a big thing. I think I'm very consistent lyrically. I think that my music is very relatable because I write it about things that I go through and I know very well that my friends go through and family members go through. So for someone listening to me for the first time, I really hope that I can connect with you on a level of person, personal level and give you a song that you can relate to and can help you through your hardest moments or your best moments and give you a song to dance and sing along to. Amazing. Amazing. You've convinced me again and I'm going to keep <laughs> on listening. Michaela, thank you so, so, so much again for coming on. I sincerely cannot wait to hear more. It sounds like July is going to be a massive month for you. So not just me, but everyone else, keep your eyes open for what's to come. And I look forward to speaking again. Thanks, me too. It was nice awesome. seeing you, Austin. You as well. And for everyone else out there, check out mine. Check out the rest of the singles. They're all amazing. Run up the numbers, get them going. And uh, yeah, <laughs> have a great rest of your day. Thanks again. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.